Tech Trends is an original podcast series that dives into topics like quantum computing, 5G, tech for social good, and design thinking. Our conversations touch on how tech can transform the way businesses deliver for their customers, clients, and communities. For more information, visit jpmorganchase.com technology. This is MIT Technology Review. That's the sound of one of the most recognizable villains in Hollywood history, Darth Vader. For the past 45 years, the legendary character has been performed by James Earl Jones. But in a spin-off TV series for the Star Wars franchise called Obi-Wan Kenobi, his voice is actually AI, trained by Ukrainian company Respeecher. They're also responsible for this voice. He is strong with the Force, but talent without training is nothing young Luke in the Mandalorian series, and others, created for Disney, sometimes from a bomb shelter in the midst of a war that is very much real. I'm Jennifer Strong, and this is I Was There When, an oral history project featuring the stories of breakthroughs and watershed moments in AI and computing, as told by those who witnessed them. This episode, we meet the man at the helm of a company using machines to bring voices to life. I was there when a very big Hollywood studio, one of the major studios, said that they have a project for us and they want to try it. And then once we signed all the paperwork, uh, we received data and we understood what an iconic voice we have to work with and what an honor. It was a moment when we understood that this technology can change a lot in content making industry. My name is Alex Serduk. I am the founder and CEO at Respeecher. We provide several different services for clients in audio domain, and that's mostly about converting speech of one person into a speech of another particular person. So you might have heard our work, and for example, we did voice of young Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian, in the book of Boba Fett, just recently got credited in four of six episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, We were in charge of the voice of uh, Vince Lombardi in the Super Bowl 2021 opening. So we we managed to get the synthetic speech, synthetic sound, synthetic voice that is almost indistinguishable from something that was just recorded. But one of the biggest voices we've worked so far has been Luke Skywalker's voice in The Mandalorian. That was the first project we started to work with this voice. And yeah, when we received this task, when we received those recordings and understood that it wouldn't be an an easy project for us. The data was old, the data was from different sources. And the goal is to make it sound like it was recorded yesterday by Mark Hamill, who is 30 years old, as well as all this information regarding the fact that the Luke characters would appear in the very end of Mandalorian has been extremely sensitive. So we understood how how important task lays on our shoulders. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go back because we live a bit different life here now. We we saw what's what's going on back in the end of 2021. Uh, everyone was worried, but no one actually expected that scale of invasion. Uh, as a company, we prepared some contingency plans, and just three four weeks before the full-blown invasion, we relocated big part of the team to western regions of Ukraine, where it's obviously a bit safer and we basically suggested our folks to to just stay there for some time to see how it goes so when missiles started to hit our big cities uh, on february 24th we had like just a half of kiev team in kiev it was not easy to understand the scale of invasion and how rude the invasion goes against civilians. It took some time to get used to war, if one can get used to war. But luckily, we managed to keep Respeacher absolutely operational, so we had no disruption in our work. And actually, some of the files, some of the work for Obi-Wan Kenobi, we delivered from bomb shelters on February 24th. We are extremely proud of how our country, how our nation responds. We saw this huge resilience and we've been part of this resilience. We need just internet, good headphones, electricity to work. But now most of us are back in the Kiev office and we keep pushing it. We keep working. Uh, we are very grateful that none of our clients stop their contracts we showed that we can work and operate and they believed and then we proved that we can work and operate quite efficiently and the company grows we introduced new directions at Respeacher, opened this stream of democratized version of the technology the voice marketplace that's now available for small creators and more and more people use it we launched healthcare initiative where we can help people with distorted speech, like laryngectomy patients, to be able to convert their voice, even on the fly, using real-time system into a better sounding voice. And I'm extremely proud of our team, because when war starts, everyone thinks about where would I be mostly helpful. And many found an answer that in doing what, what I do best. And here we employ people, we bring money to Ukrainian economy, then after you're able to get your family, your kids out of Ukraine, uh, so you're sure they're in safe place, you actually can pay way more attention to work and find some rescue in work because you don't read news when you're focused on doing something you used to do and you might be even more efficient. So now I work very long hours because if I wouldn't be working long hours, I would be anxious about what's what's happening around there was one moment when uh, we had to deliver a project in cooperation with metaphysic the company that does state-of-the-art deepfake they did this piece tom cruise deepfake you might have seen the piece was to make a tribute from Ella black the singer who is famous for his son i need a dollar to his close friend Avicii for one of the most famous Avicii songs, Wake Me Up. 
And when we were making this song, we had to convert it into five different languages, so from different speakers into Ella Black voice, and it should sound and sh- sh- should sound smooth. At some point, you start thinking about lyrics, and it says, "Wake me up when it's all over." So it was it was quite a moment when when you you understand it <laughs> how how it resonates. Sometime we rent a cinema, a small cinema in Kiev in Ukraine, to be able to group together and see the piece we were a part of. And when you see, when you hear the work that has been delivered by us on a big screen in a big movie like Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett, that's been watched by millions of fans who were not expecting for a character that's been with them for 30, 40 years since their childhood actually uh, to appear again. And it's that moment when you in charge of bringing history back to life, bringing some moments of joy for millions of people back. And then you go and you start reading comments, you start seeing reviews, and then you see how a grown man cries when, when he sees Luke. That's, that's extraordinary. And all the time when something with our work goes out on, on a scale of like AAA film or, or game, we try to make a small party. We we listen carefully because often we provide just raw files and then post-editing is on the team that does post-editing in the studio. And that's the first time when we hear the, the result. And then we are moving towards to the world where content makers start to compete with their creative ideas, with their approach to the way how they are doing projects, not with their budgets. And that's the world I, I'd like to live in technology like ours, you can create indistinguishable speech. That's why we had to build quite strict ethics policy from the very beginning. So we always should have a permission from Target Voice. But also we do allocate quite a lot of resource and time in several directions of protecting the general society from misuses of technologies like ours. Like detecting and creating technologies that would be able to detect synthetic speech, watermarking and technologies that would be able to tell a particular, say, speech-generated content from any other content, and bringing overall awareness about the tools to the level where many people know about the fact that voice can be manipulated and soon might be manipulated by, by different bad players. So it's, in, in my view, the most important piece is about bringing awareness. Like we used to be scared of Photoshop. We thought that all the photos now will be manipulated and all the Photoshop applications would be porn applications. But it turned out that most of the images on the internet are real and Photoshop is not that much used for porn manipulation. Same with other different technologies, including synthetic media, but it can also be used by bad players. And then we start treating information we consume differently. And that's the end goal. We need to be reasonably skeptical about the information we receive. We shouldn't believe in everything we receive. And technologies would catch up. They they would help us detect, they would help us mark, but it's all about our perception. Do you have a story to tell? Know someone who does? 
drop us an email at podcasts at technologyreview.com. You can find links to our reporting in the show notes, and you can support our journalism by going to techreview.com slash subscribe. Tech Trends is an original podcast series that dives into topics like quantum computing, 5G, tech for social good, and design thinking. Our conversations touch on how tech can transform the way businesses deliver for their customers, clients, and communities. For more information, visit jpmorganchase.com slash technology. This project was produced by me with Anthony Green and Emma Silicons. We're edited by Matt Honan, and our mix engineer is Garrett Lang. Thanks for listening. I'm Jennifer Strong.